Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 25th of April, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Wednesday, the 19th, Khalid Darlu, the opposition candidate, shared a video titled Alevi, a branch of Islam that is local to the Anatolian region. However, it's not officially recognized as a religion, but a cultural group in Turkey, and most Alevis hide their identity in order to avoid discrimination. Khalid Darlu also hadn't mentioned his religious beliefs before the video. It wasn't a secret, but he wasn't openly discussing it either. The video got him almost 30 million views, becoming the most watched video on the platform. In the video, he talked about his Alevi roots and the discrimination Alevis face. He said that people couldn't choose their backgrounds, but they could choose to be good and honest. He invited people to abolish this separatist system and create a free and wealthy country where people discuss their dreams and achievements instead of backgrounds and differences. The public showed great support for the video. However, the ruling bloc harshly criticized Khalid Darlu. The president told Khalid Darlu that no one asked him about his religious sect and no one targeted him for his religious views as well, undermining the discrimination Alevi's face. He further said, quote, we don't have a religion called Alevi, Sunni, or Shia, end quote, and added that their only religious identity was Islam. However, just last Friday, the 21st, while Khalid Darlu was saying the Fatiha prayer, an Islamic prayer, at the cemetery for the people who lost their lives in the Kahraman Maraj earthquake, a man from the crowd shouted at the Imam, the Islamic leader, saying that Khalid Darlu didn't know how to say the Fatiha, implying he wasn't a Muslim, and asked him why he let him recite the words. Many called this act a provocation. However, Khalid Darlu said that a man with grief could say and do anything. He asked people to let the matter go and not to expose the man on social media. However, many people did expose him. Some found pictures of the man with senior government figures and claimed that he joined the meeting at the cemetery with an agenda to defame Khalid Darlu. Let's get back to Erdogan for a moment. While he was addressing Khalid Darlu's video, Erdogan also accused the opposition of trying to destroy the country by turning it into Syria, referencing the clashes between religious sects. Many people found it ironic as the ruling alliance was the one who let millions of Syrians in the country unmonitored. On to some news on diplomatic relations. On Monday the 24th, the U.S. President Joe Biden shared a statement to mark the Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day. He wrote, quote, On the 24th of April, 1915, Ottoman authorities arrested Armenian intellectuals and community leaders in Constantinople, the start of a systemic campaign of violence against the Armenian community, end quote, adding that the Ottomans deported or massacred over a million Armenians. The Armenian genocide, often referred to as the so-called genocide in Turkey, is a controversial issue. Turkey accepts that many Ottoman Armenians died in clashes during World War I, but it rejects the allegations that it was a systematic killing. Turkey's foreign minister slammed Biden's remarks on Twitter and called him a charlatan. He added that Biden's statement was politically driven and that he was trying to distort history. Moving on, on Friday the 21st, Tolga Shardan, a journalist, wrote a story on allegations that the police academy presidency and the interior ministry manipulated the oral interview results for police entrance exams. He wrote that the police academy marked the candidates' interview results with a pencil instead of a pen so that Suleiman Soylu, the interior minister, can change the results depending on whether he approves of the person or not. The candidates have to pass the public personal placement exam and a physical fitness exam to qualify for the oral exam. The two exams amount to 50% of the total mark, and the oral exam makes up the other 50%. So, even if they get full scores from the other two exams, if they can't pass the oral interview, they fail. As the election draws closer, the campaigns start to get a little more hostile. In hopes of getting conservative votes, President Erdogan and Soylu, the interior minister, targeted the LGBTI plus community. 
On Saturday, the 22nd, he said that the opposition parties, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, the Workers' Party of Turkey, and the People's Democratic Party were LGBT plus supporters and that they were against the country's sacred family structure. He added that on the 14th of May, the election day, the people would teach their lesson to those who support the LGBTI plus and violence against women. Many criticize this separatist rhetoric and hate speech. Pettiness in the election campaigns doesn't end there. The ruling bloc and the opposition are also fighting over their campaign posters and where to hang them. On Wednesday the 19th, Janan Kaftanjiolu, the main opposition CHP's Istanbul provincial head, posted on social media a picture of Erdogan's election poster on the historical city walls of Istanbul. She tweeted that the walls belong to the treasury and that the law forbids people from hanging up posters on it. To protest, on Saturday the 22nd, the CHP also hung up a poster of Khalid Darlu, their presidential candidate. It also requested the district governor to take down the posters. On Monday the 24th, the governorate removed both of the posters. Moreover, on Friday the 21st, Erdogan said that if Kalich Darlu comes to power, he will close down the Religious Affairs Directorate, the state-run religious authority in the country. As a response, Kalich Darlu reminded people that his party, the CHP, established the directorate in the early years of the country and added that no one had the power to shut it down. Some local news. The Istanbul municipality started demolishing illegal cafes on the coast of Uskudar as a part of its urban transformation plan. However, the owners of the cafes protested against the demolition. An unknown armed person climbed on the roof of one of the cafes and demanded workers stop the demolition. The police later detained him and no one was injured. The Birgun news outlet reported that the Interior Ministry is filling up its pepper spray stock to its fullest. In addition to that, a parliament member from the CHP also stated that the Gendarmerie General Command ordered its personnel to be on standby on election day. Some speculate that the government might be preparing for a civil unrest scenario. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can buy our 100% unbleached organic cotton, grown and ginned in Texas, spun and knit in the Carolinas, sewn and printed in Missouri t-shirts. The most environmentally friendly t-shirt you'll own. To get one, check the link in the show notes. Hostakulin! Hostakulin!